Hey, my lovely people. Welcome back to A Black Cat's Voice. I'm your host, Kat, back with a brand new episode. Finally, right? I am so sorry, you guys. I know that two weeks turned into three, turned into a month, and it's just, ugh. If there's one thing, I think maybe Lauren London said this, um, life is going to life. And when I say that, I mean, it's kind of like, a lot of the time you think, okay, everything's cool, everything's all right. And then just a bunch of crazy things will happen out of nowhere. And that is pretty much like the story of my life. So all we can do is the best we can. You know, that's all I tell myself every time I have a hard day is all I can do is the best I can. So I'm not going to sit and punish myself, you know, because life is going to life like it is right now. There's a helicopter going around. I don't know if y'all can hear it. But you know, I'm not even going, I'm not going to edit this out. I'm just going to leave it because this is a perfect example of how life is going to life. Meaning things are going to happen. Not everything's in our control. We can't control what happens, but we can control ourselves. With that being said, I wanted to first um, thank everybody for returning, for supporting, for listening, Um, Thank you guys for the feedback. Anybody who sent me an email, anybody who sent me a DM, episode ideas, just all the support. I really, really, really appreciate it. For those of you who may not know, I am officially a published author. I have a poetry book available on Amazon as both an ebook and a paperback. It's called A Black Cat's Voice, Volume 1 broken heart, happy soul. Make sure you guys go cop that book. And for those of you who have, make sure y'all leave me a review on Amazon, okay? Let me know what you think. And you know, let's help push it through the algorithm. So boom. Besides the book, I also have a YouTube channel. I will be uploading content very, very soon. I will be uploading new content. I've just kind of needed a break and needed my space just to navigate my own personal journey because everything I do, I really try to do it from the heart with pure intentions. So to me, it doesn't even feel correct for me to be recording or, you know, making videos, anything, speaking positivity and all these other, you know, inspiring or great things when I don't even feel that way myself. You know, it just doesn't feel authentic. So. Thank you to everyone who understands and allows me the space to heal myself and to continue with, you know, my self-healing journey. And, you know, just still appreciate me for who I am, you know, even on the good days, even on the bad days. Just thank you to everybody who genuinely supports me and just know that I have all that same love for you. Yes, you. All right. Now, today's episode, um, the topic was actually sent to me by one of my good friends from work. Um, well, I don't know if we can say we're good friends yet, but, you know, he one of my he one of my people up there. I really do like this guy. His his name is Warren G. He knows who he is. And the topic he wanted me to talk about is let it go. So let's go ahead and get into it, you guys. Let it go. 
So when I say let it go, I am referencing anything, anyone, any circumstance, any situation that is holding you back. Let it go. Let it go. You know, sometimes meaning the thing that may be holding you back is you. You know, sometimes it can be the way that you think about things. Sometimes it can be the decisions you make. Um, A lot of us, myself included, are very guilty of self-sabotage, meaning we know good and damn well we should be doing better things than what we choose to do with our time, with our energy, with our effort, but we do it anyway. We just literally do it anyway. And I actually learned back when I was in therapy that self-sabotage is a form of like dealing with trauma because a lot of us who are a lot of us who have been traumatized it's like a coping mechanism for us you know so if we sabotage this relationship you know for example then it's like you have control over the situation before you know something happens that's out of your control you know another example being late to work all the time knowing you're gonna get fired it kind of gives you the control that hey you know i got fired because i chose not to be on time versus you know the anxiety or whatever may come from just not knowing if you have job security or not so a lot of us really self-sabotage ourselves in so many ways and it's okay to go through that but you have to really know how to let it go let it go if you deserve better and you know you should be doing better then you have to hold yourself accountable okay so when it comes to just life you have to understand that only you is gonna really know what's best for you you can take advice from anybody You can read a billion books. You can do whatever you call yourself doing. But at the end of the day, you're the one that has to do the work. And if you're not willing to make the changes and let go of the things that are toxic in your life, you're only going to be holding yourself back, you know? And I can just really speak on so many things on this topic because... I don't know if you guys are into vision boards, but I make vision boards, you know, every year or every few years, depending on where I am mentally. And basically a vision board is just like a poster board where you will put different sayings, pictures, you know, whatever it is you want to work on and use potentially for visualization or meditation, you know, however you choose to use it. Um, A vision board is just kind of your reminder that these are my goals. This is what I'm working towards. This is what I want to focus on. And you pretty much just, you know, use it to navigate, you know, whatever space you're in. So for me, my last vision board I made, not my most recent one, but the one before, I literally had the words, let it go on my vision board because I have been through so many crazy, crazy, crazy things in life that just being able to not think about those things all the time or not be hurt by those things all the time, it really took a lot, you know? I know a lot of people see me as this confident, 
and wise person, which, you know, I am a little bit, but it takes, it really takes a lot of energy to be who I am, you know, and I wouldn't be who I am today if I was not able to let go of all the things, all the people, all the thoughts that have been holding me back. And I'm gonna give y'all some examples of this so y'all can really understand what I mean. So I wanna use myself as an example, like I always try to do. And a perfect example of something I had to let go of was, you know, relationships. I have had relationships like you know obviously significant other i've had relationships as far as really being friends with somebody and really being close to somebody to where we're talking every day we're seeing each other all the time we pretty much know each other's favorite color favorite movie favorite you know i pretty much know your day to day you know what time i'm at work i know what time you go on lunch like when i say i've been very close to people that I don't speak to and haven't spoken to in a very long time. I used to be very, very close to these people. And it was so hard for me when I got in the space where I realized like, as much as I enjoy being with this person or as much as I enjoy talking to this person, as much as I might enjoy being around this person, this is not healthy for me. And when I, when I picture what I want for the rest of my life, this is not a part of that picture. And it's so hard, you know, especially when it's a breakup because me, I'm really like, what do they say, a hopeless romantic? I don't think I'm hopeless because, you know, I'm going to have everything I deserve. That's, I just speak that over my life. But I'm, I'm a person that really romanticizes things. So every time I've ever been in a relationship, I've really been like, oh my God, this is it. I'm going to be with you forever. You know, we're going to die together, all of that. And getting back in the space where, you know, now it's me by myself once again, it was one of the hardest things that I ever, I ever had to deal with, you know, just in any capacity, not just the breakups, but also the friendships, because when I love people, I love them. And I love them from the bottom of my heart, with my soul, with everything that I have. So to have to separate myself from something like that, it's really not easy for me. But I really had to realize that sometimes you gotta let it go. You gotta let people go. You know, what do they say? If you love something, let it go. If it comes back, then that's how you know. Sometimes it don't come back. And that's okay because more than anything, you have to know what it is you want for your life, you know? And sometimes everybody can't go with you in any capacity. You feel me? Like another example of something that was very, very, maybe one of the hardest things for me to let go of. Um, actually, today is April 4th. This is the anniversary of when my dad passed away. And for those of you who don't know, I was, when, when I say a daddy's girl, like I was a daddy's girl. Like I was always with my dad. I was, people used to say I was his little roll dog because if you, you know, if you see him, you see me all the time. And watching him battle cancer 
And now it's actually to the point because today it's 15 years to the date that he's been gone. Now I've actually lived more of my life without my dad than with my dad. And I don't know why it bothers me so much, you know? And I feel like it'll probably always bother me to a certain capacity. But what I had to let go of is the fact that I had no control over that situation. You know what I mean? Being a kid who might have a smart mouth or, you you know, I used to fight and do a lot of, not a lot, but do certain things I wasn't supposed to. I was a handful as a kid. I can't lie. But there was nothing that I did that gave my dad cancer. You know what I mean? And I remember like when he passed away, just really feeling like it was all my fault. And just really feeling like, you know, I should have took better care of him. And through therapy and just through all these different things, I was finally able to get in the space where I realized I had to let that go. You know, I had to give that whole situation just, I had to really just get it out of my mind and out of my heart because there was nothing that I could have done differently that would have prevented that from happening, you know? And the crazy thing is my dad had cancer all those years, but he actually passed from a heart attack, you know? And it's not like in those moments we were arguing or anything like that. I'll never forget the day my dad passed away because it was literally just me and him in the room. And I remember holding his hand and I remember talking to him and I remember him looking me in my eyes. And it was actually a very peaceful moment. You know, obviously I was heartbroken, you know, I'm freaking a child like I I wasn't even 15 years old yet like I was a a kid and although it was traumatic and everything like that I'm actually happy that I was able to see my dad you know battle cancer and be in the hospital and all these things because it just really made me appreciate him so much more you know obviously I would never want him to be in that level of pain or be sick and everything how he was but it just made me earn so much more respect for him because of the way that he carried himself you know my dad was a person in the hospital when they told my dad he wasn't going to be able to walk anymore and he was going to be in a wheelchair from now on you know what my dad did my dad literally pointed down at his wheelchair and he was like oh so i get to take this home so that's what you're saying and when i say he had the biggest smile on his face he started cracking jokes about how he was going to be popping willies in his wheelchair and all these things when I say my dad was literally the pillar of strength, you know, and I'm just so happy that I got to experience that. You know what I mean? So instead of holding on to the thoughts, holding on to, oh, what if I would have did this? Oh, wishing this or that. I had to let all that go, you know, and letting go of all the darkness I was able to bring into the I was able to bring the light in. And bringing the light in, I was able to see, wow, my dad is so strong. Wow, you know, my dad is an amazing person. Wow, my dad loved me a lot because even being sick how he was, he was still worried about me, you know? And the way that my dad loved me taught me how to love. So it's literally like a lot of the times the collateral beauty of a situation is the most beautiful thing. 
It's the most beautiful thing. And so I'm just saying all this to say that it can be such a negative experience you might be dealing with in this moment, but you don't know what you might learn from it, you know, six months, a year, a couple of years from now. You don't know what, what kind of person you might be that will be so much better just because you had that negative experience, you know? I really genuinely believe that nothing is, is a waste of time. And the more you really look at it like that, the more you really understand it, it's just, it's easier to just let it go, you know? Because life is gonna do what it's gonna do. We can't control everything, but we can control ourselves. We can control how we think. And just know when it comes to a person, a job, a situation, even those negative intrusive thoughts that you may have, I'm telling you from personal experience, you gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. And as always, thank you for listening.